Oh! Welcome to Election Profit Makers. Whoa! Wow, it's really, my levels are, okay. Oh! Yeah! Election Profit Makers is the podcast you're listening to. The names of the two hosts are Long John Silver oh! and... And Kid Midas. That's a pretty good impression of me. Anyway, my name's David, and I'm joined on the line by John, who's in... uh, Okay. Uh, We're off to a bumpy start here. Why don't we have a new rule where one person doesn't talk until the other one is done talking? And I'm saying that as much for me as you, because I do have a bad habit of interrupting people. Could you say over? Over. Okay, I think that's a good rule over. So uh, it's another episode. We decided to make another episode this week um, because it is a new week and there's a lot going on in the news this week. That's such a dumb thing to say. Uh, let me think of a new let me think of a new way to engage our audience without resorting to cliches. It's a new episode of our podcast, and there's many. You're sure <clears throat> that? Okay, all right. Well, it's another week. Um, even that sounds like a um, cliche. Well, the Earth has taken another trip around the sun. No. Nope. It's a new week. Well, that's a year, though, right? That's not a week. How long does it take the Earth to go around the sun? 365 days. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Will you fo- would you please focus? What are you looking at? I can see you looking at something in the reflection of your eyeglasses. Are you watching YouTube videos? Yeah, that's what I'm watching, yeah. Are you watching kids playing video games on Twitch? Mm-hmm. A speed run? Of of Eld of Elden Ring, the hot new game about demons and parasites and is it medieval France or whatever? I can't keep up with these video games. Let's get to the news because we have taken another trip around the old sun, which means it's another Monday afternoon, and that means it's podcast time. Election profit makers, your source for the latest news and election predictions. What we do is we bet on political outcomes using a website called Predicted.org. And uh, sometimes we make money and sometimes we lose money. Sometimes the money stays the same. It doesn't go up or down like a placid lake, a calm, relaxing surface of water, so still and unbroken you might mistake it for glass. It's the ultimate mirror. Narcissus knows that. Look into the pond, see your reflection, get so horny you fall into the pond and drown. Greek mythology has something to say about the modern world. Anyway, let's turn to the news. My name is Kid Midas. I'm joined on the line by Long John Silver. John, how are you doing with the news? I'm doing great. Great. Before we get to the news, let's start with a notice. Last week, I was talking about a scene in a movie where two lovers pass an egg yolk between their mouths as they kiss and make out. And I couldn't remember the name of the movie. As soon as we were done recording, I looked it up. The name of the movie, of course, is Tampopo. Some people wrote in to say that it was Eat, Drink, Man, Woman. That's incorrect. Others wrote in to say it was a famous movie called In the Realm of the Senses. Uh, John, no. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Yeah, and it is not that. You've seen In the Realm of the Senses? No. Oh. You're about to blow my mind. I know. I know. I had Well, to, in yeah. that movie, there is an egg that's involved in some makeout. Um, let's, 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 let's put this – let's use discretion in describing um, okay. the scenario. In the Realm of the Senses is a famous movie, and yes, there is an egg that's involved in a makeout session. Let's just say that uh, it's a little more intense than how the egg is used in Tampopo. How about that? 
Okay. And I remembered in doing my egg research, because I went down a real rabbit hole about egg research, there's also a, <laughs> there's also a real humdinger of a French novel called The Story of the Eye by George Bataille. Have you ever read that novel, John? Nope. Well, let's just say I hope it's not in any public libraries in Florida, because I'm sure the GOP would hasten to ban it, because that book is not for children. And yes, it also involves an egg being used in a makeout session, as well as a human eyeball is used in a makeout session. And um, eggs are fun, and you can have a lot of fun with eggs. That's... um, the election profit makers erotic advice of the week. John, it's time for our predictive portfolio updates. What's the latest over there in your predictive portfolio? Well, I'm losing money. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. I am uh, in a number of markets right now, but this uh who will win the GOP Senate primary in Ohio is killing me. Your boy Josh Mandel is not going to recover. We have J.D. Vance, recently endorsed by Donald Trump, now in the lead. He was at one point earlier this year in third place. He's now at 70 cents with Josh Mandel, your boyfriend, in second place at a paltry 24 cents. John, we're really getting screwed here. Yeah, we are. Uh, Did you know that J.D. Vance will be the first bearded senator since John Corzine from New Jersey. John Corzine? Yeah. John Corzine. Is that really true? No, D- Ted Cruz has a beard. No, but he'll be the first that was elected. Oh, elected with a beard. Yeah. It's pretty hard to get elected with a beard. Yeah. Cruz grew his beard during COVID. Raphael Warnock has a, a bit of a goatee, but it's not a full beard. Doesn't count. So the bearded baby boy. J.D. Vance. Yeah. First beard in a while. I can't believe this damn Trump endorsement really opened it up for J.D. Vance. He's going to win. And I'm going to lose money, too, because remember, I bought a I bought the no position on that. And now I'm down. I'm down ten dollars. I know. This is unbelievable. How did we ever get J.D. Vance so wrong? How did I I the my mistiming with J.D. Vance is going to go into the Hall of Fame of errors. I boosted him when he was down and I dumped him and then he soared. And I can't believe and now I'm now I'm shorting him and he's gonna and he's gonna run he's gonna run away with it. He's gonna be the next senator from Ohio and he's gonna help usher in a Peter Thiel backed neo fascist revolution in American affairs. I read that Vanity Fair article about all these right wing creeps and weirdos that are that are surrounding Peter Thiel and JD Vance is, is um hanging out with them. What a bummer of an article. Did you read that article? Yeah, I did read it. Man, oh man. Yeah, I think, yeah, him talking about we need a de-bathification program, a de-wokeification program. He thinks Trump's going to win. And he said, I I think that Trump should fire every single mid-level bureaucrat, every civil servant in the administrative state, replace them with our people. That's going to mean the government's going to be functioning pretty well. Yeah. And then he says, and, and when the courts stop you, stand before the country. And he quoted Andrew Jackson at this point, giving a challenge to the entire constitutional order. He says, the chief justice has made his ruling. Now let him enforce it. So he's basically just saying, yeah, replace them all. Who cares what the courts say? Love it when people quote Andrew Jackson, a wonderful president and a good American. That's when yeah. you know their heart's in the right place. It's the acronym for this thing is called RAGE, Retire All Government Employees. Wait a minute, really? Yeah. 
That's the program. That was in the article. Yeah, I guess I missed that. Did you read the article? I read most of it. Speaking of the J.D. Vance market, we, I did get a back-channel communication from a VIP in Election Profit Makers World. Uh, celebrity guest investor and star of Dicktown, John Hodgman, timed his J.D. Vance experience perfectly. He did the exact opposite of me, and I hope it's okay if I share this information with the public. John had bought yes in J.D. Vance before Trump endorsed him mm. and then sold after the endorsement. Oh. But before these texts were released, J.D. Vance's former roommate, released some texts that J.D. Vance had written him years ago where he said Trump might be America's next Hitler. I think John I think John was feeling good that he sold before the America's Hitler stuff came out because he thought maybe that would affect J.D. Vance's price on Predict It as if what Trump was going to rescind his endorsement. But I'm sure, you know, I'm sure I'm sure Trump, if anything, that makes Trump like J.D. Vance more because I think Trump really gets off when people yeah. who have formerly hated him like Lindsey Graham no, you're have to debase right. themselves to support him. The power trip is even greater, right? Yeah. He, he loves that whiplash that they have to come back and bend the knee like that. But I just wanted to uh, say shout out to um, John Hodgman for timing J.D. Vance much better than I did. Enjoy your winnings, John. Must be nice. And I feel like I was on the J.D. Vance train before anybody, man. I saw Hillbilly Elegy six times in the theater. I should have been his number one fan, and I should have made more money off of him than anyone else. Six times. Six times in the theater, and I read the book three times. And even once, I read the book while I was in the theater watching the movie to have the ultimate J.D. Vance experience. And yet, I'm sitting here with negative $10 in my portfolio because, because this man is wily like the wind. I just can't, I can't keep up with the twisting fortunes of J.D. Vance. I'm so glad this... Whatever. Who cares? Fuck you, J.D. Vance. Yeah. There we I said it. Fuck he's, you, J.D. Vance. He's going to be a senator for the next 30 years. He'll be here through the end of um, the American government, the collapse of the American government. Oh, Talking yeah. Talking about Mexican fentanyl or, or um, fucking – who cares? J.D. Vance, you're a bum. <laughs> next. Speaking of eggs. Oh, hello. Yes. Do you remember on Twitter, but when you didn't have a profile picture, you had an egg Mm -hmm. as your your avatar? Okay. Well, there's been a lot of Twitter news today. Oh, Jesus. That was the transition? I don't know. I thought it was- I thought you were going to give us more erotic advice about eggs. No, I don't. Okay. I don't have- A lot of news with Twitter- Breaking as we're speaking. Okay. Elon Musk. Yeah, he had put this bid out for Twitter a couple weeks ago, which nobody really took seriously. And now Twitter looks like they are taking it seriously. And uh, the word is that they are going to accept his his offer of uh, $54.20. There's a little 420 joke in there. Um, so that is... I don't understand why. Why is he buying Twitter? Seriously, why is he doing it to be cool? I don't know. I mean, if you yeah, if you have billions of dollars, maybe that's the thing you do. He likes to buy things and make them better, and then say that he invented them or or founded them. And uh, but he's doing it as some kind of like free speech crusade, right? I mean, is he buying Twitter just so he can put Trump back on Twitter? I, I don't think so. I think he will put Trump back on Twitter, but I I um. I mean, what, yeah, what difference is it going to make if he buys Twitter? Well, that's my question because 
Trump was kicked off Twitter, not because of his politics. He was kicked off Twitter because he violated the terms of service, right? Right. So is if Elon Musk puts Trump back on Twitter with the goal of keeping Trump on Twitter to own the libs or whatever, to celebrate free speech or blah, 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 right. blah, either Trump will... <laughs> First of all, it's going to be so amazing when Trump goes back on Twitter and just shuts the door forever on his dumb truth social media app. Trump can't wait. To, <laughs> you think Elon Musk is going to be like, hey, Mr. Trump, uh, Mr. Trump, you can come back on Twitter. Trump's going to be like, no, no, I made a commitment to truth social media as yeah, an alternative yeah. to Twitter. I'm going to stay here on truth. Uh, I don't need Twitter anymore. Trump's going to be so happy to get back on Twitter. He's going to shut down Trump. Um, the, the social media thing. Devin Nunes is going to be s- stuck once again, holding his dick in his hands, looking like a total idiot. Because <laughs> they're going to shut down Trump's social media. Okay, so Trump goes back on Twitter. Right. Either Trump somehow continues to live his best life on Twitter without violating whatever terms of service Twitter has, or he violates the terms of service and Elon Musk tells Twitter not to kick him off for violating the terms of service, or... Twitter just gets rid of its terms of service, right? And it just becomes nonstop death threats, right? Whatever, child pornography, doxing, feminist video game critics, or what? Or I don't know what right. the vision is that Elon Musk has for Twitter. I don't think they're going to get rid of their terms of service. I don't think you could do that. It, things would go downhill pretty quickly. Uh, I'm I'm kind of okay with maybe putting Trump back on Twitter. I I enjoy Trump being off Twitter because it helps keep him out of my head. But if he gets back on Twitter, I'm okay with giving him another shot to be on Twitter. But the moment he starts like starting riots and and insurrections and supporting overthrowing the government and things like that and attacking people, then he should be taken off immediately again. Well, that's going to happen. Then he's going to be on Twitter for two seconds and then he's going to get off again. Okay. Well, let's do it. But Elon Musk can't, this is what I'm saying. It's like Elon Musk is, I hate to, you know, I hate to criticize a billionaire, I also hate to pick on literally the stupidest human who has ever lived, but I think Elon Musk is hasn't really thought this through. A couple of weeks ago, this price was not considered a really high price. It wasn't considered yeah, a premium for the company. Why are they accepting it now? I think I have a theory of why they're accepting it now. Okay. My theory is that Twitter recognizes that one of the world's biggest trolls and the world's richest man and one of Twitter's most biggest power users could really damage Twitter from the outside. And I think they're looking at this like they can't win. They're thinking if we if we shut him out, he's just going to attack us and and start another company, and it's gonna we're, it's gonna become a political issue, and you know our stock is gonna fall. Why don't we just sell to him? I don't know. How could he damage Twitter? It's like Trump. I mean, you see what happens when someone tries to create a rival platform to Twitter. It just doesn't work. Okay, we'll use Trump as an example. It's what happens to Republicans who go up and and fight against Trump. And attack Trump, he he destroys them, right? So Republicans do the wrong, unethical thing, and they just you know lie down and say Trump's cool. We're totally fine with with Trump, and then they can survive. But I think that's what Twitter is saying. Elon Musk is not Trump in this analogy. Twitter is. Twitter is Trump in this analogy. Elon Musk needs Twitter more than Twitter needs Elon Musk. Twitter needs its stock price to go up. And with Elon Musk 
leading a charge and being anti-Twitter and just fighting Twitter nonstop. I don't think so. They don't need that headache. Okay, so maybe it's a headache. It's a pain in the ass. But how does that affect their stock price? What can Elon Musk do? Say, I'm going to develop something that's even better than Twitter. 420, 420, 420, Mars, Mars, Mars. Like, if I was Twitter, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead. Whatever. Like, we're still the only game in town. Look at what happened to Truth Social. Look what happened to Gitter. Look what happened to, what was the other right wing one? Gab. Those aren't shit compared to Twitter. Honestly, if I ran Twitter, you know what I would do? I would just I would just kick Elon Musk off Twitter. I would suspend Elon Musk's yeah. account so he can't be on here anymore. I don't like your face. That's what I would say. This dude, man, he just tweeted an hour ago. I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. Oh my God, I'm so sick of free speech. I'm so sick of people not understanding what free speech is. I can't wait to leave Twitter. Last night I'm on Twitter and this account, World of Statistics, posted cities with the worst traffic in the world. Paris, London, Brussels, Moscow, New York City, Chicago, Rome, Bogota, blah, 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 blah. And Elon Musk replied. He's a reply guy. He's like the world's biggest reply guy. He, he replied, tunnels, anyone? You know, he's trying to boost boring company. Which makes it's a tunnels. great way to fix traffic is to build tunnels under the city. Yeah. Especially old cities like Paris and London that don't have anything underneath them. It'll be easy to build tunnels because it's just empty dirt under the city streets. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> What's he going to do? Run a tunnel <laughs> inside another tunnel? Like, it's like, isn't that where the like, catacombs are? There's so much shit under. Anyway, I'm interrupting. Go ahead. No. So somebody replied, yeah, we need tunnels. He said, I live in Baton Rouge. Louisiana. I think we need a tunnel between Baton Rouge and New Orleans. I think that would help alleviate traffic here. And he said, yes, it would be great to have a tunnel there. And another good reason to have a tunnel there is because tunnels are immune to weather conditions. And so they could be used as hurricane evacuation routes. You could have a hurricane going on and down in the tunnel, you would have no idea that it was occurring. Did you like that? Yeah, that was a great point that he made. Um, <laughs> Did that make you think he was smart? I mean, what? It, yeah. Yeah. A water. Water is immune to gravity. Uh, tunnels, no. They don't ever f- fill with water. New Orleans, that's where you want to build a lot of tunnels. They can't even bury their dead underground <laughs> in New Orleans. Everybody's buried above ground, but you're going to build a bunch of tunnels, and that's going to be your hurricane evacuation route. Well, I would love to evacuate a hurricane in a tunnel. I imagine a small amount of chaos in a tunnel yeah. during a hurricane evacuation. Yeah. A windowless underground tunnel. I mean, you would be away from the wind. That's true, and I know you hate the wind. I don't like wind, but the water, it does. You know, Have you ever heard that, that saying that the water finds its level? Uh huh. Well, the level isn't in the sky. <laughs> what it like? You know, when it rains, that water comes down, and then it just keeps flowing, and it keeps finding the lowest place. Guess what's low? What tunnels? Where's the tweet where he was talking about the subways? How you like? Okay, the exact tweet he writes: Underground tunnels are immune to surface weather conditions. Parentheses. Subways are a good example. Yeah, they're a good yeah, example. Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah. <laughs> So it wouldn't matter to Hyperloop if a hurricane was raging on the surface. You wouldn't even notice. Yeah, you wouldn't notice. (laughs) 
It's just insane. It's insane. Is he the dumbest billionaire of all time? No, he's probably not. He, he probably, I mean, God, he's got to be smart at something. Why? I don't know. You really believe you can't be dumb and be a billionaire? You believe in the meritocracy? Well, I bet he's, I bet he has a, uh, an IQ higher than 100. You're such an incel. Let's like, keep moving. Like IQ. Like, okay. All right. I don't know. Um, yeah, I was mad at, I was mad about that tunnel thing. That bummed me out. Hurricane. Why did that bum you out? Let's talk it through. It just, you know, we've had these hurricanes. He had Hurricane Isabel came through here and flooded all these tunnels in Hampton Roads, you know, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, and then Sandy. The subways were completely flooded. And every time it rains in New York City, the subways completely get flooded. And, you know, all the sewer lines, they run those underground for a reason because the water just... It just travels there. So the idea that a tunnel wouldn't end up completely full of water, um, it's just ridiculous. But what if they made the tunnels waterproof, John? Did you think about that? It can't be totally waterproof because you've got to get in them. How do people get in them? <laughs> they leave their cars in the tunnels. The cars are permanently parked in the tunnels. Uh, oh, okay. So you're lit- and also the cars are canoes. Okay. You didn't think about that, did you? No, I actually like that. Yeah. It's going to be like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. It's just like everyone gets in their boats and paddles while the hurricane goes on upstairs. No one will even know there's a hurricane. Escaping a hurricane in a tunnel. I I would rather drown on the surface than go down into a tunnel during a hurricane evacuation. Do you know how crazed that would be? And the first car that breaks down in that tunnel, yeah, then everyone's really gaining and getting really calm. Then you have, what does everyone do? Back up out of the tunnel, put on their, put on their backup lights and, and lean out the window and say, we got to back up. A car broke down in this tunnel. Now we yeah. have to back up and evacuate on the surface road. It's going to be such a death trap. Yeah. Just kill us with a nuclear bomb, Elon. Just kill us by making us live on Mars. Don't fucking have everyone die in tunnels. This guy's going to own Twitter. Every city in America is going to be building hurricane evacuation tunnels. It J.D. Vance is going to be in the Senate. Peter Thiel is going to be running everything. Donald Trump's going to get reelected. But I'll tell you one thing. Our kids won't be learning about critical race theory growing up hating hating uh, the parents just because they were white. That so, is you know, a good like, point. Yeah. You know. Glass half empty, glass half full. John, I have a bunch of topics here. I want your takes on each of these topics. Are you ready? Yeah. French election. Macron beat Marine Le Pen. Yeah, that was good news. You got a yeah, far right candidate have hasn't won in in France since I think the late 60s or so and um yeah, he won by 18 points looking at the last numbers. That that's great news. It's not great that the far right candidate got 41% of the vote, but I'll take a win. I'll take a win these days. Okay. Uh, former North Carolina representative Mark Meadows has been removed from the voting rolls. Yes. Uh, he, and, and also an, another story came out in the Washington Post that he's registered to, he was registered to vote in three different, uh, states at the same time, which I think a lot of people 
enjoyed because that's the type of thing that he had railed against in the past, saying that uh, that is proof of uh, voter fraud and shenanigans and things of that nature. And it's really not. It's uh, you can be registered in three separate states. Um simultaneously. Normally, when you register in a new state, the other state will cancel you out, uh, but that doesn't always happen right away. You just can't vote in three separate states in the same election. So, Okay. So that's a wash. That's a wash. Yeah. Uh, Tucker Carlson called former President Obama a fascist who hates you. Yeah. That was just depressing. Pure projection, you know, just seeing Tucker Carlson call, calling somebody a fascist. Yeah. John, do the words Reedy Creek District Municipality mean anything to you? Yes. In Florida, the Reedy Creek Municipality is an, sort of a quasi-independent municipality. It's not run by any government. It's basically run by Disney. And it was something that was put into law in the 1960s, and Disney basically sets their own taxes and runs all the infrastructure. And it's kind of a good deal for for Disney, and it's a good deal for uh, you know a lot of the the surrounding communities that don't have to pay for the taxes for for those type of things. But this week, our 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 man Ron DeSantis. He signed a bunch of bills that would abolish independent special districts. And um, and why is he doing this? Because Disney is too gay? Yes. And uh, the what is going to happen in this particular case is that Disney will no longer have the power to run their run the show. The municipalities are going to take over. So Disney can't just say, I'm going to build a building. They're going to have to go get approval from whatever the town or county is. And but the 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 thing that DeSantis and the legislature perhaps didn't think about is that by doing this, the taxpayers now have to pay for all of these improvements and to run the Reedy Creek or what was formerly the Reedy Creek special district. So it's going to result in your property taxes in these communities going up at least 25, 30%. Uh, and, and, and it creates a situation where Disney is off the hook for all of these improvements. Well, couldn't the town council just refuse any new construction in Disney? Uh, yeah, but they, they have to maintain the roads and oh, the sewer lines and... DeSantis came out with a press release actually saying it is not the understanding or expectation for SB4C abolishing independent special districts to cause any tax increases for the residents of any area of Florida. In the near future, we will propose additional legislation to authorize additional special districts in a manner (laughs) (laughs) that ensures transparency and an even playing field for all under the law. So, I mean- So basically, he stepped on his dick. Yeah. Somebody was like, um, sir, whisper, whisper, where she was like, oh, okay, we need a second press release. Exactly. Yeah. The translation there is, we didn't do any research. Uh, We could walk this back and uh, whatever we decide in the future- We'll do it in a way that makes DeSantis look 
cool or something like that. If it was any other governor taking on Disney, I would be so into it. Disney gives me the creeps. I would be rooting for anyone over Disney, but it can't be Ron DeSantis over Disney. Yeah. John, someone got in a little bit of hot water for wearing women's underwear, even though they're not a woman. Who was it? Madison Cawthorn. Yeah, I was really excited when I woke up from my, I got, I don't know if I told you that I got, I got my booster shot for COVID. I was completely um, out of sorts in bed for like 24 hours. When I woke up, I, I got that text and I was really excited that Madison Cawthorn, you know, was caught looking like a hypocrite, you know, in, in this, you know, there's nothing wrong with wearing lingerie. It's just, it's the type of thing that he would say there's something wrong with. Right. right. But then when you look at the story, apparently it's some dumb cruise. Right. It's kind of, it doesn't seem like it's really. Yeah. That's not interesting to me. What's interesting to me is who, who put those photos around? Someone wanted to ding Madison Cawthorn. Was it someone in the Republican party because they're all sick of him and his shenanigans? Yes. I mean, he's get, that's the thing. All of these things are coming from former insiders or other party people, particularly in North Carolina. I mean, everybody has lined up against him, but it, it's not affecting his his price on Predicted in any way. No, because he's a national figure now. Yeah. It just still seems more likely than not that he gets reelected, but I, I'm, I'm going to keep my short on him. Good. I appreciate that. John, let's turn now to the media world. Two big stories in the world of streaming media. What are they? CNN Plus is kaput. Did you? I I didn't know anything about this CNN Plus. I thought it was just a streaming service for CNN. I thought it had been around for years and years. I didn't realize that it had only been around for like three weeks before they said they were going to dismantle it and stop doing it. Maybe you were thinking of like Disney Plus. Disney Plus has been around for a long time. Disney Plus has been around for like two or three years. Yeah. The Mandalorian. Remember that show? Everyone was so excited about that show. Come on. Everybody yeah. stop. Just stop it. That's not I spent good. five days trying to watch that new three hour Batman movie. I watched it over the course of this past week. I was like, I got to stop talking shit about these movies. I need to plug in. I'm going to watch the Batman. You I did watch it on my. I, t- I every I watched it over the course of like five nights, and every time I would stop to see how much time was left, there was like fifty minutes left. There was like fifty minutes left in that movie for like forty five minutes. This damn Batman! Oh my god, that movie's so dismal. Why? Why do superhero movies have to be so dismal? And no, I don't want to go see Suicide Squad because of the bright, happy colors. Why is Colin Farrell playing the Penguin? That performance was was terrible. The only person I like is uh, Robert Pattinson, who plays the Batman, who's kind of a fun actor. Yeah. His performance is just like, he's just cringing throughout the performance, which is really funny because I think the subtext of the movie is like, what if Bruce Wayne was self-aware enough to realize how ridiculous he is and how insane he is to dress up like a bat? But then there's another layer, which is, oh, and also, what if Robert Pattinson was was self-aware enough to realize how insane it is that he's playing Batman? So there's this grimace that he wears throughout the entire film that kind of works on two different uh, levels, which is kind of engaging. Yeah, meta. But the bad guys suck. John Turturro, utterly wasted. Catwoman, Zoe Kravitz. Man, come on. 
Couldn't see shit. It's all so dark. It all takes place at night. Let Batman walk around in the day for once. That's a hot take, right? Saying Batman movies are too dark. Yeah, yeah. That's good, right? Yeah, no one's ever said good. that before. I hadn't heard and that. And the Riddler is fucking, what's his name? The Riddler? These riddles were so basic. Batman solved these riddles in like two seconds. <laughs> They're just like puns. It's just like wordplay. Yeah. What's that? What's his name? The Riddler. Paul Dano. Or Dano. Paul yeah. Dano. He's a good actor. We all yeah. remember him from um, There Will Be Blood, the crazy preacher. Yeah, right? yeah. He had fun. He had fun. The Riddler is so over the top. It's such a bad performance, and his riddles suck. There's, but John, there's one riddle that you'll really appreciate because yeah. <laughs> there's one riddle that turns on him saying, "You are El Rato Bato" or something, some Spanish. I can't remember. It means flying rat. Whatever it is in Spanish, I'm not going to look it up. We're just talking. Yeah. And then someone says, "You are El Bato Rata." He got the he got the article wrong. Okay. It shouldn't be URL, it should be URLA because he's using feminine nouns. And then someone says, uh, I think it's Batman probably, says URL, URL. It's a URL, it's a web address. That's the <laughs> riddle. You would yeah. love it. Oh my gosh, these riddles are Who so- Who could have ever figured that out? I fucking hate dumb riddles. I hate the Riddler. Riddler's the worst villain ever. I hope Batman captures him. I haven't finished the movie but I hope at the end of the movie, the Riddler is brought to justice. Batman's like, listen, I don't care about all those people you killed. I don't care about you chopping people up or blowing them up or whatever. But, dude, I'm arresting you for these whack-ass riddles. You call yourself the Riddler and you show up with this? Like, oh, you'll never know where I'm from. I don't have a mom or dad. Batman's like, he's talking about an orphanage. Fuck you. <laughs> so silly. And all it's three hours, three hours of this. I'm on, and also the Batmobile is just like a hot rod. When when does everything have to get so like tough and masculine and stripped down? It's like his Batman, his Batmobile can't even like do anything interesting. It doesn't even like shoot lasers or like turn into a submarine. It's just like a Pontiac. Huh. That's the Batmobile. No. So you think you'll finish it this week? No, I don't know, man. I've been watching this movie forever. <laughs> I've been watching this movie forever. I want to see it through because I, I'm not a quitter and I hate to quit. And, I, and I, you know, like, I know it's not original to dunk on these damn, these damn dark superhero movies, but it was making me kind of depressed. Like, guys, come on now. Why does the Riddler have to look like, like, every? why does everything have to look like a horror movie? That's my question. Why does everything have to look like a scary horror movie? It's Batman. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to finish it. I, I I wasn't really into it. I want to see a great movie. And then I heard about this movie everywhere, everything all at once. And even that was like three hours long. Damn it. I don't know. That's the end of my movies. That's movie. That's a movie discussion club. That was this week's installment. What's a good movie to watch? I need a good movie. I don't know. You have Netflix? No, I canceled Netflix. Oh, that's why they're losing all their money. Yeah. Yeah. I canceled Netflix even before that big report came out, getting back to our media media analysis corner where they had lost some money or whatever. And everyone's freaking out about Netflix. Yeah. I canceled it because they, they wrote and said they were going to raise my prices. And then some of you will remember our Patreon episode where I listed every show I watched during COVID. And I realized all the Netflix shows I watched, they basically all were the same and they all sucked. I was like, why am I paying for this? And I quit Netflix. Ooh, interesting. Maybe I should quit because I, I don't know. Netflix doesn't it. have shit on it. Quit Netflix. They got Stranger Things. Stranger Things, man. Well, we have to support Stranger Things because that's some North Carolina boys making that show. So we have yeah. to support and Stranger you, Things. So I read the Stranger Things. <laughs> it's it's $30 million an episode. Is that for real? It could be. I mean, it's half an episode is an hour, right? 
Yeah, I guess. So $30 million an hour. Uh, that means a sig- if it was two hours, it'd be $60 million. That's a good price for a movie. That's like a low mid-budget movie. So I don't know how, I don't know how financing works. How, how much did an episode cost when you were doing Going Deep? Uh, I think it was $200,000. Seriously? Yeah, it was cheap. We had no money. We shot it in my house. There was no money involved in that show. I think it was I think it was to uh, around $200,000 an episode. So this is so five. So we could have made 150 episodes times, of, yeah. of going deep for one stranger things. That's incredible. Oh well, I guess they didn't want what I was selling. Yeah. Sorry, man. If you want us some free election profit makers stickers, all you have to do is pay money on our Patreon, patreon.com/electionprofitmakers. I got a fresh batch of stickers. I'm happy to send them out to you. Patreon.com slash election profit makers. Martha writes in subject line coincidence was listening to your podcast on my run this morning and looked to my right and saw this on a telephone pole while waiting at a red light. Exactly as John said, that guy sucks. And she included a picture of the telephone pole right here in Carborough. And it said it is, has a sticker on it. That's a Tucker Carlson eats poop. What are the odds of that? That's pretty good coincidence. The numbers are still out there talking to us. Yeah. That's incredible. She saw that just as you said, that guy sucks referring to aforementioned Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Pretty good coincidence. I think that's an amazing coincidence. Okay. Let's add it to our coincidence file. Unless she's not telling the truth. Maybe she's not telling the truth. I'm sure she's telling the truth. I think she is too, but there's no way to prove it. It's too important to lie about. Actually, I think we met Martha at the meetup. At our meetup last November? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she'd lie to us. Bart writes in, I would like to offer some information about estrogen levels in common animal products. The context for this is last week we were talking about Tucker Carlson's trailer for his new documentary about men where a man was um, squeezing milk out of a cow, but there was no bucket. And I thought maybe it was, um, what were we talking about? Or no, and also another man was eating eggs, raw eggs. And we said, why would you, if there's a crisis of testosterone, why would you eat eggs? Because aren't eggs estrogen, not testosterone? Yeah. Right. Well, so he's going to answer this for us. Okay. Go ahead, Bart. Well, right off the bat, he says, well, I can't speak to the amount of estrogen in eggs. Your speculation that they contain a lot does seem plausible. What I can tell you about is milk, he writes. As a vegan of coming up on five years, my vegan anniversary is next week, April 30th. Happy vegan anniversary, Bart. He continues, I have been forced to learn more than the average person about the food I eat in order to defend my lifestyle against common anti-vegan rhetoric. Your description of a man milking a cow directly onto the floor in Tucker Carlson's latest homoerotic masterpiece piqued my interest. You may have heard the term soy boy beta cuck. Have you heard that? Yeah. Of course I have. Yeah. I hear it all the time. They're always yelling that at me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you may have heard the term soy boy beta cuck to describe people like me who prefer to consume soy over dairy products. This term is due to the myth that soy contains enough estrogen to make men less manly, with many even asserting that it, cause male, that it causes male humans to develop breasts. In fact, the opposite is true. Soy contain, contains 
phytoestrogen, i.e. plant estrogen, which means that it affects the estrogen levels in plants, not mammals. Further, it actually blocks estrogen receptors, making it harder to absorb any mammalian estrogen one might consume. Ironically, dairy products contain, as one might expect, high levels of mammalian estrogen, which is readily absorbed by humans and therefore can lead to, among other health concerns, male tits. Therefore, I can only assume that the message Mr. Carlson is trying to put across by having a man milk a cow onto the ground rather than into a pail is completely on message. Quote, milk gives men tits. We must destroy it. He's saying that's what the message is. So I don't know if I understood all that. Interesting. They milk the cow not to collect the milk, but to disperse the milk. Maybe maybe Tucker was operating on a deeper level than we thought. I just assumed they didn't have the budget to get a milk bucket. Well, what do they say? Uh, Occam's razor. That's what they say. Occam's razor. Eric wrote in. He says, hello, EPMers. John and David's recent difficulty finding each other at the airport reminded me of a novel mapping service I heard about a couple years ago called What Three Words. They've divided the world up into three by three meter squares, each identified by three random words. So they, that they've now got 57 trillion individual locations that can be directly identified with just those three words. Instead of needing weird GPS coordinates, just know three words. So David could have found his exact location at the airport and told John to navigate to that exact spot. Another example would be if you get separated from your companions while storming the Capitol. Just let them know you're at input snake among, for example, and your group can reconvene before the next wave of attacks. It also seems to align with John's interest in maps, geogesser stuff. Unfortunately, its name URL suffers from the radio problem, but on the plus side, there are lots of opportunities for numbers comedy here and possibly word comedy too. So the the URL is what three words. It's the number three. It's not spelled out. Really, to be smart, they should own both. But uh yeah. What three words. And if you go to it. What three words dot what? Always dot com. Okay. See, most people don't know that that's your philosophy. So when you're saying a URL, yeah, it might behoove you to always do the dot com. I know you don't because you think of dot coms as just understood to be the only legitimate domain extension. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I know. But um, there are people out there who love dot net and dot org and dot gov. Okay. So let's it's go, go to go to what three words dot com there we go dot com okay nice. david i would like you to go to what three words dot com i went to this website i love this website oh i love it too i can't this is my geoguessery this is you can you can go anywhere and, and it'll have three little words and that's where that little dot on the globe is this is a game changer for me it is so and you could type in an address like i i typed in my my childhood home address and because it's three by three meters, like even your your house has, you know, multiple. You can have things. you can have a, a discrete location for different doors in your house. Yeah, so this is for, the best. Yeah, so where I grew up, it, the three words are crate stays neat. Oh, that's good. Even that's even a sentence. Yeah, I think it's 
And then, but if you click up one, it's loudly hopes zooms. And then driver forget toast. Those are all all uh, places in the house I, I grew up in. I love it. What three words dot com the best? Yeah, I um, I looked up Cameron Indoor Stadium. That's where Carolina beat Coach K in his last game. Mm-hmm. That one is crowned others boss. I thought that was sort of interesting. I don't know what you can interpret that is meaning, but you can also type in words and see what location it is. Now, it's 57 oh. trillion word combinations. I hadn't even thought about that. It's the best. You can do this forever. I typed in helicopter.flag.elections, and I'm in the middle of the ocean. They don't even have a picture of it. The ocean is so big. Yeah. Man, we got to get the ocean under control, but that's a topic for a different day. Election Profit Makers, it's an independent production. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash electionprofitmakers. Send your election prediction questions and number questions to a contact at electionprofitmakers.com. If you want to try Predict It, go to www.predictit.org slash promo slash EPM20 to receive up to $20 in matching funds. And if you want to, you can rate and review us on your podcast reviewing platforms using your computer and phone. Farewell until next week, friends. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. My name is David Reese. Goodbye. Bye.